Good evening, Bethlehem and saints of God. Good evening, good morning, good afternoon, or maybe even good night at whatever time you're tuning in to our Wednesday Zoom Bible study. My name is Pastor Michael Eton, and I'm your host for today's program, as well as I serve as the senior pastor of Bethlehem Baptist Church right here in the heart of Paul's Valley, Oklahoma. And before we get into our study tonight, I always like to take this opportunity to extend to you a personal invitation to join us right here at 311 North Dunbar. Again, I want to see you in the service this coming Sunday at 311 North Dunbar, especially if you do not have a church home, maybe you accepted Christ from over or on a radio program or television program and you need to find a church and perhaps you've just moved to Paul's Valley or Garvin County. I want to want you to take this as a sign from God for you to join us this coming Sunday at the 11 a.m. service. Bring a family member or friend with you and we'd love for you to be with us this coming Sunday. Just come as you are. And also, uh, you can visit our website at uh, heargodsword at Bethlehem.com. Again, our website is heargodsword at Bethlehem.com. And there you can get to know us. And once you get to know us, scroll to the bottom or near the bottom of the website and click the Facebook tab, the Instagram tab, the Twitter tab, the LinkedIn tab, and follow or friend us in what I call Cyber Church. We love for you to join us and be a part of our Cyber Church family, but ultimately we want to see you right here at Bethlehem Baptist Church. Again, you join us on uh, on or for a Wednesday night Zoom Bible study. It's meant to be a time from 6 p.m. to 6.40 over my shoulder for you first timers is how it will go tonight or this evening or whatever you're tuning in. We're going to have opening prayer, announcements, the reading of God's word, the introduction video, the Bible study itself, the invitation, and then the benediction. So let's go ahead and open up in a word of prayer. Shall we pray? Father, we thank you. We praise you. We glorify your holy name. You're always worthy to be praised. Your word says the angels are singing. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty who was and is and is to come. And in that same section, the man of God says and confess to you that he was a man of unclean lips. And today, Lord, we want to confess our sins unto you. Please forgive us and wash us and cleanse us that we might be in right relationship with you, that we might be in right fellowship with you, that we may be able to hear a word from the Lord. Father, we thank you. We praise you. We glorify you. In Jesus' name, anoint this time together. Amen. And praise the Lord. Amen. And praise the Lord. Bethlehem, as always, we want to continue to encourage you to fast and pray on this Friday from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. I'll send out the pastor's prayer list. I sent it out yesterday. I'll send it out again on tomorrow. And I want you to fast and pray and pray throughout the week 
for those that are on the prayer list, Jesus Christ said that my house shall be called a house of prayer. And we want to make uh, Bethlehem what Jesus said. It should be a house of prayer. And I want you to put on the prayer list, uh, continue to pray for our national ministry, a word from the Lord, which can be seen on the now television network at 530 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And we're just amazed at what God has enabled us to do from right here at the Bethlehem Baptist Church, uh, where we can reach houses and the cable says uh, 29000000 million. It's also a satellite network, which extends our reach to, uh, I believe it's 180 million household, possible households. And God has us there. I want you to continue to fast and pray for a word from the Lord, Inc. I want you to continue to fast and pray for um, our uh, first ladies and ministers, wives and widows conference, which is coming up this coming January, the 18th through the 20th. And you can visit our website or Sister Eton's Facebook page to get more information. Um, but we're calling all pastors' wives, pastors' widows, ministers' wives to join us uh, in, in uh, right here in Oklahoma. Visit the website, chickasawretreat.com. It shows you where you guys will be meeting. It's going to be a luxurious spot, and we want to see you there in January. But Bethlehem and saints, I want you to be praying, fasting, and praying uh, for a word from the Lord ministry and fasting and praying uh, for this conference. And also, Bethlehem, I want you to fast and pray uh, for our men's workshop that's coming up this coming Saturday, hosted by us, Bethlehem Baptist Church, starting at nine o'clock. We look forward to have the Chickasaw District men who are going to come and uh, convene here at the Bethlehem Baptist Church. Looking forward to hearing a word from the Lord uh, from Pastor Newhouse. And we are just excited about what's coming up this coming Saturday. But again, I want you to fast and pray and pray throughout the week and fast and pray for this conference in uh, Jesus' name. And lastly, but not least, Bethlehem, I want you to fast and pray for our gratitude with an attitude offering that we're going to be giving to the angel tree. As I shared uh, when I started the series, Gratitude with an Attitude, God was placing upon my heart to give a special offering. And uh, uh, we were asked as a church to be involved in this. So we just felt that this was God wanting us to be a part of this and wanting us to give. So we're going to give to the angel tree and those who are in need this coming Sunday. So we want you to bring your free will offering. And we're excited that God enables us like David um, to give an offering that costs us something. I'll talk more about that during the series as we start. Uh, but Bethlehem, I need and praying uh, for your prayers, fasting and praying in Jesus' name. 
Today, we're going to continue in a series uh, that I've entitled uh, Gratitude with an Attitude. And we always uh, try to, uh, at least for one month out of the year, to explore the idea of being grateful or being thankful for what God has done. This really for the Christian should be a discipline like prayer or studying the word of God, the discipline of gratitude. But we uh, taken from 1 Chronicles 21, 24, where David says, I will not take for the Lord what is yours or sacrifice an offering that costs me nothing. David said, it's going to cost me to be thankful. It's going to cost me to be grateful. It's going to cost me uh, to be blessed. This month, we're going to focus on the sacrifice of thanksgiving that costs. And, and, and we're having a practical uh, homework assignment uh, coming up, as I shared earlier. And I'm praying that the Bethlehem Baptist Church would give as you give. We have a wonderful gift of giving within our church uh, to the angel tree. And uh, as we show God that we are thankful, that we're grateful, and that we know that we are blessed in Jesus' name. Now, there have been several sermons in the series. If you haven't uh, gotten caught up, uh, Bethlehem or if you would like to be involved, uh, click or go to our website, Hear God's Word at Bethlehem.com and click uh, the Facebook tab there and click the link uh, to our podcast and you can get all of these messages. But we started out at the beginning of the month, gratitude with an attitude, for he is commendable. Gratitude with an attitude with a cause. And you really, really need to listen to that message because this uh, cornerstone message for the series. Then we talked about gratitude with an attitude with uh, consecration, gratitude with an attitude in uh, the community this last Sunday. Today, we're gonna talk about gratitude with an attitude continuously. And we're gonna continue with the series, gratitude with an attitude in all circumstances, gratitude with an attitude. Uh, consumingly gratitude with an attitude in creation as we leave this month of gratitude, of thankfulness, as we worship our God this month in Thanksgiving. Again, tonight we're saying we're going to talk on around uh, gratitude with an attitude uh, continuously, gratitude with an attitude continuously. Uh, we're looking at uh, Hebrews uh, chapter 13, verse 15, and it reads as following in your hearing. It says, through Jesus, therefore, let us continually offer to God a sacrifice of praise, the fruit of our lips that openly confess his name. Again, let me read that again. Hebrews chapter 13, verse 15. Through Jesus, therefore, let us continually offer to God a sacrifice of praise, the fruit of our lips that openly confess his name. Again, I read to you Hebrews chapter 13, verse 15. May God only bless 
the doers of his holy and magnificent word. Tonight, Bethlehem and Saints of God, as you follow along, uh, we're going to talk on around three points as the Holy Spirit gives us utterance. We're going to talk about the, the conduit of praise. We're going to talk about the continuation of praise. We're going to talk about the concentration of praise, the conduit of praise, the continuation of praise, and the concentration of praise. I want Christians to know tonight, this morning, this afternoon, or whenever you're tuning in, from wherever, that Christians should continually praise God because of Jesus. Christians should continually praise God because of Jesus Christ. We're going to look at this brief video, and then we'll get into the Word. In Hebrews 13 verse 15, we're called to offer a continual sacrifice of praise to God, the fruit of our lips acknowledging His name. This act goes beyond mere words, it's an intentional outpouring of gratitude and reverence. Just as the Old Testament sacrifices were brought to the altar, our praise becomes a spiritual offering, uniting our hearts with God. In moments of joy, our praises ascend naturally, but in trials, they become even more meaningful. Amid challenges, praising God shifts our focus from difficulties to His sovereignty. It's not about denying pain, but about recognizing His presence above our circumstances. This sacrifice of praise fuels our faith, reminding us that God remains faithful regardless of what we face. Let our words be infused with adoration, allowing our lives to resonate with worship. As we cultivate a heart of continual praise, we engage in a sacred dialogue with the divine. Today, let's elevate our speech beyond complaint and let gratitude become an offering, fostering a deeper connection with the one who deserves all honor. Praise the Lord. Amen and praise the Lord. We here at the Bethlehem Baptist Church like to look at the maps. And when you look at the maps uh, from the Bible, uh, most of the time you're going to be looking at a map of what we call the Holy Land. And tonight we take a look at the map of not only the Holy Land, we look back over towards Egypt because this letter was written uh, to uh, the Hebrews, to the Hebrews. This letter was written to, theologians believe, to the nation of Israel. And we know that the nation of Israel really got formed right here, over here in Egypt. Uh, it began with a young boy that got sold into slavery and from that young boy, he raised up a nation. And this is kind of following their track to Mount Sinai, where we got the word of God. This is all the Hebrew nation and how they made their way up here to this place called Canaan, the promised land. And this is 
the promised land. And, and as we uh, talked about the promised land and in history, they called this area the Fertile Crescent. And, and the promised land was right on the side of here, that Fertile Crescent. And we told you on a word from a Lord TV where uh, some theologians are now believing that the Garden of Eden was possibly in uh, Canaan over here in the promised land. That makes a lot of sense. And they, they believe that because of, uh, we talked about the four rivers um, and, and most of the time we believe uh, that it was down here because of the four rivers. Um, but, uh, you know, some rivers could have drawn, dro dried up and there was a river that, that came down across here and another river that they'd see in from satellites that it, it dried up. So uh, we don't know where the promised land or the Garden of Eden is, but we conjecture. And I think that's a great place for it to be because it was considered a land flowing with milk and honey. Um, theologians believe that this book of Hebrews was written actually to the Christian Jewish people who believed in Christ who were in Jerusalem, who were in Jerusalem. So this is why we have Jerusalem spotlighted. But this is the context of, of the text in or on the map. First of all, the con, conduit of praise. The text says, through Jesus. Therefore, let us continually offer to God a sacrifice of praise. You see, that this book, once again, was written to the Hebrew nation, uh, as we said, possibly the Jewish believers there. It was written to the Jews. It was not a book that was written to a church like we like we said, because possibly if it would have been written to a church, it would have been to the church of Jerusalem. But Hebrews, and we saw that the Hebrews lived all across the middle section there. Um, and with the Jewish nation, Jesus um, kind of crossed them up because we know that most of the Jews now are still waiting on a Messiah. And even though the Bible has documented who and what the Messiah would be with all kinds of prophecies from the Old Testament, that's why it's important for us New Testament believers to read the Old Testament. And, and this uh, text tonight is layered as well. The context of it is because our beliefs come out of Judaism. Uh, but Jesus Christ changed Judaism to Christianity and, and everything changed when Jesus came. When Jesus died on the cross, uh, it was noted in the Bible that uh, the curtain in the temple, the curtain in the holiest of holy was split from top to bottom, which signified that we would no longer need a priest for the offering, nor would we need a lamb for forgiveness of sin or bloodshed of the lamb for the forgiveness of sin, because it was through Jesus 
everything ends and start with Jesus. And the writer had to highlight this too those Jews in Jerusalem. And we think they were Jews, Jewish Christians, but this word is for the unsaved as well. And I would challenge you um, to read the Old Testament and what it says about Jesus. If you are a Jewish person and you have rejected Jesus, I challenge you to read it for yourself. But it all starts and ends with Jesus for us uh, Christians. And that's why the, the, the study says through Jesus, it, it, he is for us the, the conduit, if you would, of praise through Jesus. And, and, and tonight, God wants you to realize that no matter what you are going through, there's always something for us to praise God for. And many times when we preach as teachers and preachers of the word, many times we have to go through something uh, to apply the word. And, and yesterday was a, was a very bad day for me. It was a very bad day for me. And I, I didn't get much sleep and, and that was possibly it. When you wake up early and you're yawning when you wake up, you know, you had a bad night's sleep. So I had a bad day yesterday, had a bad attitude, was uh, was stressed out, even had an accident. Shh, don't tell Sister Eton, but somebody hit me when I came from the gym. All was good, though, okay? All was good. I know uh, stuff on the car, but a pretty good joke on a bad day. And... Um, Throughout the day, as I was preparing for this, and as I remembered about the series, I had to remember that even though it wasn't the kind of day that I would like to have had, I had to remember that it's through Jesus. You see, when you think about Jesus, that's praise enough. I, I could thank and praise God for if it was only my soul salvation. My soul salvation means that this world is not my home. My, my soul salvation means that one day I'm going to be in a place where there's no more dying, no more crying, no more tears. One day, no more bad news. You look at the news today and it's just horrible what's going on in the Middle East today. It was horrible for Hamas to kidnap over 200 and something folk. It's horrible for Israel, even though they're retaliating against Hamas. Uh, uh, there are a whole lot of innocent people there in Gaza. Uh, and two wrongs, mama said, uh, don't make a right. And, and, and it's just horrible, the things that we see that's going on in our world today. Uh, as we look at, and reminded of the war over in oh in Russia and with Ukraine and and these places have have conflict for years and many of us Americas Americans all this is new but this is complicated issues for both places of war it's it's been a horrible time it's horrible the hottest summer on record say in Antarctica, the ice is melting. If it continues to melt, there will be catastrophic uh, 
places that are on the coast will be flooded. Uh, there are all kinds of bad news that is that is going on. Heard about the bus crash up there in Ohio um, and the housing crisis in, in America and all around the world. And it's just horrible with inflation that's going on. But through Jesus, we come back to Jesus. Uh, I, I know that uh, this world is not my hope through Jesus. Oh, in heaven, I'll be able to sleep and rest through Jesus. Uh, there'll never be another accident or incident through Jesus. Uh, Oh, there'll be no more cloudy days. As a matter of fact, heaven won't even have a sun because the, the because we'll get our light from God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit through Jesus. Hello, somebody. My conduit of praise. I I can know that there is hope for the world to come, but not only world to come, but through Jesus, there's hope for today. Oh, the hymn writer says, because he lives, I can face tomorrow. Because he lives, uh, all fear is gone. Because I know, I know, I know that I know that I know that I know the Ethan's translation. Life is worth the living just because he lives through Jesus. I always have a praise on my mouth through Jesus. I always have hope through Jesus. I always have faith through Jesus. I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me through Jesus. He is my conduit of praise. Woo That's why I don't folk you say you don't have to never do another thing. He don't have to never do another thing for me because he died on the cross for my sins, was buried and raised again on the third day for your sins and my sins. And because he lived and died and was raised again through him, I can have hope through Jesus. He is the conduit of my praise. In Jesus' name, through Jesus. Oh, that's all we got to have tonight is just one point. Through Jesus. Hello, somebody. I, I told you there's this, this is layered. This whole book is layered with Old Testament. And we, we're going to look at some of that layer, layering in, uh, in uh, Psalms 50 and uh, 14. It says, sacrifice a thanks offering to God and fulfill your vows to the most high. You see, uh, this gratitude with an attitude offering is not the first Thanksgiving offering. It may be here at the Bethlehem Baptist Church, but in the Old Testament, uh, you, 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 you would have to sacrifice a thanks offering to God. Hello, somebody. Uh, to the Old Testament, the priest uh, would, would, would get that Oh, Thanksgiving offering and would and would sacrifice it before God and to fulfill your vows to the most high. You see, Jesus is that Thanksgiving offering. Hello, somebody said Jesus is that Thanksgiving offering when he died on the cross and, and that curtain split in the temple from top to bottom in the holies of holy. Jesus is that sacrifice of Thanksgiving and a vow that, that fulfilled the vow to the most high God. Woo-wee! Jesus, through Jesus, he is the conduit. And then I said, I could stop on point number one. 
But let's move to point number two. Uh, Jesus makes me happy, if you can't tell. Again, tonight we're talking about gratitude with an attitude uh, continuously. Gratitude with an attitude continuously. It, sa it says, through Jesus, therefore, let us continually offer to God a sacrifice of praise. You see, uh, with God, praise is perpetual. Uh, it should be perpetual for Christians. Praise should be perpetual because of what Jesus did on the cross. And, and that's why he said through Jesus. And he said, therefore, let us continually, not just one time. It seems to be in the present indicative mode, which is commanded to do something uh, perpetually, continually offer to God a sacrifice of praise because Jesus took care of the physical sacrifice. New Testament believers must offer that sacrifice of praise. That's what Sunday is supposed to always be about. I'm always excited for Sunday, if you haven't re recognized it. It don't matter how many people are there or how many people are not there. Hello, somebody. I'm always excited about Sunday because I've got a sacrifice of praise to offer to our God. Hello, somebody. I, I always have. It's a perpetual thing. If, if you have to wait to Sunday to praise and thanksgiving to God, then I want you to check yourself to make sure that you're in the faith. Hello, somebody. Because uh, praise to God is something that is perpetual. It is continuous. We should continually praise God. We should praise God. You know, the book of Psalms was written uh, as an Old Testament hymn book for those. And many of those songs were written to be sung on the way to the temple as they would go up to Zion, as they would go up to the temple, they would sing praises to God on their way up. And, and, and guess what? On their way down, I imagine they were singing praises to God. When they got to the temple, they were singing praises to God. Praise should be perpetual to our God in Jesus' name because of what Jesus did on the cross. And again, I, I told you it was layered. We're not doing anything really new in the New Testament. It's layered from, and it's nuanced differently, uh, but this is what they were doing in the Old Testament. They perpetually praised God. You saw the sacrifice in the first, in the first point of, of, of thanks, uh, and here is the layering. It's a good example of the layering. In, in Jeremiah 33 and 18, uh, nor will the priests who are Levites ever fail to have a man before me doing what? To offer burnt offerings. He said, he said, said nor will a priest who is a Levite ever fail. You won't ever fail to have a man before me to offer burnt offerings, the burnt offerings of grains and the burnt and, and the present sacrifice. This was a perpetual thing. 
See, the temple was like 7-Eleven. It was open 24 hours, seven days a week. Hello, somebody. Because our God deserves praise perpetually and at all times in Jesus' name. That's how layered it is. That's how layered it is. And we're so glad that we serve a God who's worthy to be praised. You know, uh, one of the uh, uh, places where you can see praise is at a football game, you can see praise. At a basketball game, you can see praise. Um, but the thing about the, the football and the basketball and uh, for you and people who are international, y'all call it real football, is soccer. Uh, you want to make a crowd praise. All you have to do is score. Hello, somebody. And, 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 the, and the crowd will praise. They will rock the house. And don't you know that when Jesus died on the cross for our sins, oh, that, that's what initiated perpetual praise. Don't you know God is the creator of heaven and earth? And, and because he created it all, he deserves to have perpetual praise in it all. Don't you know that God has already scored? Hello, somebody. And we should praise him perpetually because our God doesn't have a losing season. Hello, somebody. There's some teams uh, who are supposed to have a good season this year that's going to have a bad season. There's some people who lost quarterbacks like the New York. It was, it was thought to be. Uh, a, a contender, the Jets, and uh, they're doing fairly well having lost Aaron Rodgers and, and the Browns the same way. They just lost uh, their, their quarterback and, and, and people are thinking they don't have as much as a chance. And, 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 and if they don't make it, there won't be any praise. But don't you know God has scored? God has won it all, in it all, through it all. He deserves to perpetually, perpetually be praised in Jesus' name. There's never not a time and we shouldn't praise and thank him. Have this gratitude of attitude because of what he has done. I'm running out of time, but having saints of God, we're talking about gratitude with an attitude continually or perpetually. Uh, this is the concentration of praise. And where does this praise come from? It says the fruit of our lips that openly profess his name. Where does this praise come from? This is the fruit of our lips that openly profess his name. You see, uh, I don't have to be ashamed of Jesus. I, I can openly, perpetually praise his name. I, I open my mouth, the fruit of my lips, and I all concentrate on praising his name. He, he wants to hear it. Hello, somebody, from the fruit of your lips. There's some people who are very sentimental and, and their love language is words spoken. And, and though you can do all the right actions to show that you love somebody, sometimes they just want to hear you say it. Hello, somebody that 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 you love them. That sometimes they just want to hear you say, God is the same way, but God wants to hear it all the time. Hello, somebody. Because the old folk, as I said earlier in this series, that's why they said God is good all the time. 
And all the time, God is good. Why is he good all the time? And you know, before in the youngness of my faith, I didn't really understand. I thought it was just something that we said that was that didn't mean much coming out of our lips because it becomes a cliche. God is good all the time and all the time God is good. But the more that you know him, the more that you grow in him, you know that's not a cliche. That is a way of life. The fruit of my lips, I should praise and I should give thanks to him. The fruit of my lips, I should testify about the goodness of God. I should say it with my lips, of the fruit of my lips. And, and if I can't say it with my words, I should be able oh, to sign language that God is good. I wish I would have prepared a sign language for that tonight. That God is good. I'll just do this. God is good. I just do that. That's a new sign for God is good all the time. And all the time, God is good. And the fruit of my lips and my tongue. Hello, somebody. I must concentrate on praising him with the fruit of my tongue in Jesus' name. Again, I said this thing, this thing is layered. This thing is layered in Hosea from again from the old testament and, and this word was for the hebrews for the hebrews uh, possible leaders at jerusalem and, and this is the layering that we see uh hosea 14 and 2 says bring your confessions and return to the lord say to him take away all our iniquity and receive us graciously that we may what? Present the what? The fruit of our lips. Hello, somebody. Let's read that again. Bring your confessions and return to the Lord. Say to him, and this is a confession of our sins. That's a still a New Testament principle, though we don't need a priest for the offering. Jesus is the offering. And that's how... Uh, we, we, we have our sins taken away through Jesus. Take away our iniquities and receive us grace graciously that we may present what? The fruit of our lips. That we may present the fruit of our lips and confess about the goodness of God. That's what this whole month is for us as Christians. You know, some folk are giving thanks this month just because it is a principle for them to follow. It is a, a, a principle. But for us, we give thanks to God because it is a person. Woo! Let me say it again. Many folk this holiday season, um, it's just a principle to be thankful. But Jesus is. Uh, the person for which us to be thankful. If, if I come around the table, and some of you have this, uh, this, this, this thing that we do before we eat, this tradition of going around the table and, and, and just sharing what we're thankful for. And they'll, they'll say, what are you thankful for? And, and we struggle to, to say uh, what we're thankful for. Well, we don't have to struggle this next coming uh, uh, Thanksgiving. All we have to do is say, I'm thankful 
for Jesus. Woo! I'm thankful for Jesus. Now I know, oh, God has blessed me with uh, some nice clothes, uh, with a nice house, some of us, a nice car, some of us, a nice job, some of us. I know he's he's given me all that, but that none of that compare with what the fruit of our lips. Just thanking God for Jesus. Hello, somebody. I just thank you for Jesus. And I said with the words of my lips, "Hello, somebody." The fruit of my lips. I thank God for Jesus, and I tell everybody else about Jesus. Hello, somebody. Do you have that kind of burden? Is your fruit your lips? Uh, fruitful? Do you have a burden to share with others about the gospel of Jesus Christ? And I can go ahead and share right now as, as I am running out of time uh, and allow my lips to be fruitful as we uh, share this in the church and outside of the church uh, on Facebook and other uh, different multimedia platforms. I want to tell you today about a man named Jesus. Hello, somebody. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. You say, preacher, you should be tired of sharing that text. You know, I, I never get tired of sharing that text because it's not a principle to me. It's a person. And this person is alive to me on a daily basis when I wake up. It's because of him. When I get up, it's because of him. Everything I do, most of the stuff I do in the day is because of him. It's not a principle. I'm not sharing a principle. I want to share a person. God so loved the world that he shared a person. He, he gave his only begotten son, whose name is Jesus Christ, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. And if you're listening to me right now, at the sound of my voice, and you don't ever remember, even if you've gone to church for the last 20 years, every day, or every, yeah, every day or every Sunday, every Wednesday, never miss the Zoom Bible study. I, I want to make sure you know the person. You, you, you could get the principles without knowing the person. I want to make sure that you have accepted him as Lord and Savior. And, and the way we do that is it's a simple prayer, but it's complicated. Hello, somebody. It's simple to pray it, but the fruit of your lips are going to come out of after you pray it, and the fruit of your lips should speak of Jesus. And if, if you're not speaking of Jesus from the fruit of your lips, you may need to check yourself to make sure that you're in the faith. But pray this simple but complicated prayer. Father, dear Father, I accept Jesus Christ for the pardoning of my sins. I believe that he died for me and was buried and raised again on the third day so that today I may be saved. Come into my heart, come into my life. I give myself away to you right now in Jesus' name. She prayed that prayer for the first time. If you're anywhere near Paul's Valley, Oklahoma, um, I want to let you know that you've been born into the body of Christ right here at the Bethlehem Baptist Church. And I want to see you this coming Sunday at the 11 a.m. service. Better yet, meet us in Sunday school at 10. 
if you pray that prayer for the first time, and if you pray that prayer for the first time and you're nowhere near Paul's Valley, Oklahoma, then I want you to be praying and God has deposited, if you truly, uh, if this, the fruit of your mouth was fruitful, God has deposited his Holy Spirit on the inside of you and he's going to guide you and he's going to lead you to a church home and you need to be open to that guiding of God, but you must be a part of a church home. That's number one. And next, once you find that church home after the preacher preach or before, or whenever, let him know you have accepted Jesus Christ and that you need to be baptized, which is another decision that you can make today, Bethlehem, of saints of God, to be baptized. Uh, that's the first step of obedience. And it's really going to be an indication as whether there was fruit from your lips as well as a life change, because baptism means you go down dead and you rise up to walk in newness of life. And that's why we've got to make sure in the church that people in the church are saved because we got some folk, a part of our church that haven't changed. Ah, in 10, 20, 30 years, there's no change in their actions or behaviors and and, and, and that's why we say check yourself to make sure you're in the faith, because when you're baptized, it's symbolic of you going down dead to sins and to rise up to walk in newness of life. Another decision you can make is to become a member of the Bethlehem Baptist Church. And again, if you prayed that prayer for the first time, you're anywhere near Paul's Valley, Oklahoma and Garvin County, you've been born into the body of Jesus Christ right here at the Bethlehem Baptist Church. So when you come, let me know that you uh, pray to accept him. And, and we're going to set up a time for you to be baptized, but you were born into the body right here at the Bethlehem Baptist Church. You may need to ask for prayer. It's always appropriate for you to ask for prayer. We fast and pray uh, on Fridays from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. We also pray throughout the week as well. Also, another decision is I'm going to rededicate my life to Jesus Christ. I've, 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 I've not been living up to the fruit of my lips. Hello, somebody. I have not been perpetually praising God. And, and I need to change. I need to repent. That's what that's called, really. We talk about rededication. It's just repenting and turning and walking in newness of life. And also you may have to accept the call to preach or a call. You may feel called to become a deacon in the household of the Lord. Uh, we will help you with that as well. So we want to thank you once again, Bethlehem and saints of God for tuning in uh, with us. And uh, as always, I want to challenge the Bethlehemites as well as uh, those who listen near and far to always stay connected. Stay connected to God's person. Stay connected to God's precepts. Continue to study like we study on Wednesday nights, personal study. Stay connected to his precepts, devotional time, prayer, and stay connected to God's people. And you must stay connected to grow. Like, a, like like divine and the fruit connected to divine. You have to be connected. And one of the ways you can connect this weekend is Saturday, men. We're looking for you to be at the Bethlehem Baptist Church this Saturday.
9 a.m. from all over our district. The men are coming. We want to see you men there as well. Invite another man to be there. And this is for the Chickasaw District as well. For any believer, we want to see you as a man. We want to see you there. Come on and join us this coming Saturday at 9 a.m. So we're going to come together and convene as men. And also you stay connected to God's people, of course, on Sunday. Sunday school is the perfect place to get connected. We want you to come at 10 o'clock if God so moves you. Or get uh, the Zoom link and join us then on Zoom. And of course, stay connected to God's people in Sunday service as we come. This coming Sunday, we're going to have the fruit of our lips of praise. And we're also going to have an offering this Sunday. We're going to have an offering. I want you to come with that offering for Angel Tree. This offering right before Thanksgiving. We're going to let our praise cost us something. Our thanks cost us something as we give to those who are in need uh, from uh, the angel tree. So again, stay connected to God's person, stay connected to God's precepts, and stay connected to God's people right here at Bethlehem Baptist Church. Let me give the benediction. Father God, we thank you. We praise you. We glorify your holy name. You're truly worthy to be praised, and we glory in you today. Thank you, Father, for your word. Thank you, Father, for Jesus. Put your head, your protection around us. Keep us safe from our harm and danger until we meet again. The people of God said, Amen and praise the Lord. God bless you, Bethlehem. May God bless you and keep you is my prayer.